Okay. Yeah. So. Yes. I've been taking my work, my work to lunch. That's not even close to right. I've been taking my breakfast to work. Cause, That's good. Yeah, because like, fuck eating at home. Like, you know, eat it at work and get paid to eat breakfast. Like, what the fuck? I mean, so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like, I went out and I bought like a little silicone bowl. And then I bring like my, my oatmeal to work. And then I bought like a little little uh, glass container to put my hard-boiled egg in. And then I bring in like a pack of yogurt. And that's my Cute. that's my yeah that's my my lunch my breakfast my breakfast anyways, so I microwave my oatmeal right and I kind of have to watch it so it doesn't spill over. Yeah. So I I watch it in the microwave for like the last thirty seconds to like make sure it doesn't like just because it just expands like it's gonna blow over right. So I always wait. I'm just watching it and like it always 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 like I've been doing this all week. I'll watch it get like super close to the edge. And I'll yank open the, the door to the microwave to get it to stop, right? And then I yeah. think one of your fucking bees flew into my brain because I just had the had the thought, I've been edging my oatmeal all week. Yeah. I edge my absolutely. oatmeal in the microwave. That's Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you have been. A poor oatmeal. And every time that I do it, I think about edging my oatmeal and now I can't stop and I hate it. <laughs> I don't want to think about how I edge my oatmeal. Okay. Anyways, yeah, that's yeah. Yep. The same thing happens when you, when you go to boil a pot and it almost boils over and then you catch it. Yep. Edging. You're just edging your water. Ed- mm-hmm. <sighs> Anyways, every time. So I have a funny story. Yeah, please tell as me. I, as I went to the doctor, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I have to trigger warn this. Trigger warning this. Oh. Um, it's there is a there is a mention about self harm. Self harm in and of itself is absolutely not funny. So I want to make that disclaimer. Yeah. But the circumstances of the question that was being asked is funny, but the self-harm part is not funny. So I just want to make sure if you're if you're cool to listen, listen. If not, please feel free to skip ahead. So Absolutely. Tell me. I went to the doctors. Yeah. For the first time. For like In just a while. <laughs> it's been a minute. For like even my general health. Like I've never had a blood panel done or anything, right? Whoa. Okay. I've had my thyroid checked because my hair was falling yeah. out. Yeah. That's the most extensive blood I've ever had done. I've never, like... Huh. I've also had my vitamins checked for, for my hair falling out, but, like... Yeah. Anything else past that, I've not, like, my cholesterol and nothing. Okay. Vitamin All D, right. Fair enough. Never. Okay. So, I go to the doctor, and she's like, okay, so you're just here for general wellness? And I was like, um, no. Yeah, I mean, yes, but no, because, like, I just didn't feel comfortable telling, um the scheduler what i need to have done today so she's like okay what do you want to have done so i tell her i like i like i need like general wellness blood uh, like clean bill of health kind of thing and then i said i really want to get my anxiety addressed like i have a mm-hmm. prescription i want to try and then i also have a heart murmur and so she's like mm-hmm. all right let's like let's do it and then i told her about what's what did we name the lump in my boob jeremy oh god I think so. I think it was Jeremy. I think it was Jeremy because that sounds like a name that you would use for a lump in my titty. It does. Yeah. So anyway, absolutely. I told her about it. I was like, "Yeah, I got a lump in my titty," and she's like, "Where are those records?" And I was like, "I don't fucking know." That's a great question, <laughs> and I'm so glad you asked. Um, <laughs> they're they're in the hospital. I I I I had to think about. it. I was like, "I'll be back to you." I need to like sit and meditate and like think about it. I know where to get them. I've already printed out the form to get them. So, anyways. So she's like, well, let's do a follow-up and, like, have another mammogram done. I was like, man, I don't want to have my titty smashed again. And she was like, too bad. And I was like, uh, Too bad, so sad. Sucks to be you. Yeah. And then she's like, have you had your flu shot? And I was like, no, but I need to get it. And then she's like, have you had a tetanus shot? And I was like, no. 
<laughs> so she's like, we should get it. I was like, do I have to? She's like, I would prefer if you did. And she said it so nicely. I like literally couldn't <laughs> say no. And I was like, fuck. <sighs> so she, so she's like, all right, I'm gonna order all that stuff. So she started with the general wellness thing. She, she took care of um, my anxiety. We had a little bit of mix, mix up with the anxiety medication, but got me, got me on that. I'm not quite sure if that's helping yet or not. We'll figure that out. I, I was about to say, it might take a minute. It might take a minute, but, like, I almost had a panic attack at work about work shit, and I was like, it's not helping. And it makes me really fucking dizzy. It makes yeah. me really dizzy. So I was like, uh, I don't know about this. So anyways, yeah, we're figuring it out. That's all right. So then I told her about my heart murmur, and then she got me referred to an echo place, and I was like, all right, cool. So... <sighs> So she felt. So she's like, "I'm gonna do a breast exam." I was like, "Oh my god!" So I had to get undressed and all kinds of shit. And then it was funny because like I picked up the paper gown and I was like, "How the fuck?" And she goes, "The opening goes in the front." I said, "Thank you." I would have not have done. That. <laughs> I would have put it in the back like an idiot. So uh, get the paper gown on and then like I had to get an EKG done too, and that was interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, EKG came back fine. So I was like, well, this is fucking weird. So uh, she starts, like, like feeling up my titties. And um, she didn't grip, rip it and sip my fucking nipples this time. So that was nice. Like the fucking first like the last doc- lady. Like the last lady. God, buy me a fucking drink first. Holy shit. So she she's, like, patting down on my titties. And I'm, we're just having an awkward conversation. And so she's, like, feeling. She's like, oh, yeah, there it is. Like, damn. And then she's like asking me a bunch of family history stuff i was like it's my mom's fault but here we are so she gets so she's done she's like all right we go in. and so i sit back up and she's like doing like an eye thing and i tell her i have asymmetric pupils and she's like oh yeah you do and i was like yeah i do it's really weird so so then so then this is where this so we're like per like she has excellent bedside manners been yeah. super nice we've been joking this that and the other and then she kind of like kind of like i'm sitting on like the exam table right yeah. And she kind of like puts her hands on her thighs, kind of gets in my face like I'm a child, right? And I'm like, what the uh-huh. fuck? And she goes, I don't mean to make you uncomfortable or anything, but I have to ask. And I went, the fuck is she what? about to ask me? She goes, do you cut yourself? And I went, what? <laughs> she very, very gently picks up oh, my right no. hand, my fucking, like, my left hand. And shows me all my cat scratches. And I went, no, I have a cat. I was like, I play with my cat. <laughs> what the fuck? And so she's just like, oh, whoa, whoa. I don't, I don't know what that looks like. She's like, oh, you play rough with your cat? And I was like, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I throw that motherfucker. And he, like, charges me. And we chase each other around the house. And, like, I'll throw my hand underneath the bed and grab him and pull him out. And look at him sitting in his box. Um, <laughs> He's so cute. Like, we play. So... She was just like, oh, oh, I want a cat. And so we started talking about cats. And, like, I, for good measure, I showed her a video of me playing with the cat, playing rough with the cat. And yeah. then she was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I got okay. To, this is a safe place. Right. I was like, if she had a cat, she would know that they were cat scratches. But because she does not have a cat, she, she wouldn't know that they were cat scratches. She's good, though. She was, like, getting you super calm and, like, super into it. And, like, that's the last thing. And she's like, all right, we've built up rapport. Yep. Now, here's the big question. Here's the big question. She knew question. how to do it. And I was like, this lady, it's on top of my hand. Like, that's... Do you, no, no. Do you not know kind of how that works-ish? Maybe a little bit? I don't know. So, 
anyways, I was like, they're not even straight. Like, I don't, I don't know. So anyways, I thought that was really fucking funny. And I like got in the car and scream laughed. So oh, absolutely. That was. Bless her. That was. She's so sweet. She was so sweet. And she got, she really did take care of me. And then. I, did, I got vitamin D because I kept telling her, I was like, listen, I was like, I don't know if my anxiety, I don't know if it's my heart, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but, like, I am tired because you and I have had the conversation where I sleep 10 yeah. fucking hours and I'm still exhausted. Yeah, that's very strange. So she's like, I was like, I don't know if anxiety, I don't know if it's a heart murmur, I don't know if they're just, like, it's just making it worse for me. I said, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So she pauses and she goes, I think we need to run a vitamin D on you. And I went, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got my results back, and it said the nominal range was uh-huh. thirty-two to a hundred, right? And a hundred's like you go Glen Coco, and thirty-two is like we're not doing that great, but you're still good, right? Yeah. Twenty. Where are you at? Twenty-one. Oh. Twenty-one. Yeah. Okay. And well, that explains why you're sleepy. That's with me on vitamins too. I've been Oops. taking my vitamins, so. Um, damn. Okay. She immediately ordered me um 50,000 units of vitamin D pills. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> to take once a week. It's day 2 and I feel amazing. I'm so fucking pissed off. I have been like this for the last 5 years and it's been my fucking vitamin D. That sucks. <sighs> I think the worst part is it's something that could have been so easily fixed. I'm so mad. I know. I fucking know. <laughs> and I'm so mad. Well, hey, at least you know now, and it's getting fixed. And it's I gonna be all right. I won't sleep like a sloth anymore. I'm so fucking excited. Anyways, anyways, we're gonna move on to a lighter, funner topic real quick, and then we're gonna get started. Yeah. What's my favorite TV show? Or just favorite show? Uh, Ruby. There you go. See, you know yeah. my favorite TV show, just not my f- What's my favorite chip? Barbecue? Yeah, it's right. I remember that forever now. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So, Ruby is my favorite show, right? So, yeah. the, the the company that hosts it or makes it, produces it, is called Rooster Teeth, right? Correct. Every yes. Every year, they have their convention called RTX in Austin. No, oh, cute. Okay. It's like, it's super cute. Like, I don't, like, all their other stuff that they do, but I'm really for the Ruby thing, and I want to see, the, like, the cosplayers and, like... It's in Austin, Texas, so it's warmer. Like, you know. So yeah, absolutely. I'm, you know how, like, they have event staff at... Yeah. So Rooster Teeth's convention, their event staff is called Guardians. Oh, cute. And you okay. Can, yeah, so and you can apply to be a Guardian. Absolutely, yeah. So a co-worker of mine was a Guardian for them. So he... Oh, that's cool. So he gets the exclusive email that's like, apply again. Because, like, you have to know a Guardian to be a Guardian kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so he, he's like, do you want it? I was like, yeah, just send it to me. He goes, and so he kind of like told me a little bit how to fill it out. He's like, make sure you put in there like you're a team player and this, that, and the other. So I was like, okay. I was like, he's like, have you ever done event staffing before? I was like, I worked at GameStop once. He's like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so like GameStop on Black Friday, does that count? So anyways, mm. uh, I filled it out and I was like, yeah, I have a master's degree in electrical computer engineering and I am a systems engineer. Please make me a guardian. And they did. Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. So I'm going, I'm going to be a guardian for them. Uh, their convention is July 1st through the 3rd. Hell yeah. Hopefully it doesn't get canceled. 
Um, uh, yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So I'm going to go be a guardian for RTX this year. And I'm super Yay. like, that's been like my dream for five years to go do that. And I can't, cannot believe the first time I applied, they're like, yeah, have at it. That's awesome. Good yeah. for you. Thanks. I'm proud. I'm, I'm so excited. Yay. Okay. You, you want to know what I'm also excited about? What? Spooky stories. No. Okay, sickly. What do you want? Yeah, I know. It's I, if you can't tell by my voice, you can tell by just how ridiculous I am. I'm very tired, very sick. Uh, lots of cold medicine. Lots of cold medicine. Uh, booty ass, please. All right. Let's not let's not end the quarter up in my pickles, please. <laughs> Pickle quarter. <laughs> oh my god. Gary looked me straight in the eyes the other day and went, "You have a stoner laugh." And I was like, no, I don't. And then when I'm sick, I, I like, giggle laugh <laughs> so, because it hurts less. <laughs> so so I was like, yeah, okay, maybe I do have a stoner laugh. It is what it is. You only have a stoner laugh when you're sick, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's the... Yeah. It's a sick laugh. My cat's so cute. He has two boxes now. I brought home a box. Oh, from- my God. I have a box... <laughs> Last put night. the box in the box. I don't think this cat can fucking see. I put this Costco <laughs> box down next to his first box, right? So he was in the first box, Aww. and he went to go jump to the second box, completely fucking missed. <laughs> and his front half ended up in the first box, and his last half didn't make it out of the second box, so he just crashed in the first box, and it fucking fell out of both of them, and then it took off underneath the couch, and I'm like, what the fuck? He's yes, so I'm, dumb. Yes. I love him so much. Yes, I'm talking about you. What do you want? Talking shit. You're adopted. Okay. Heads, booty heads. No, of course, go. he's a cat. What? I know. <laughs> That's the joke. No. <laughs> I gotta clip my nails. Ooh. Um, tails, you go first. Nice. I landed on tails and I looked at it. I went, That's not a booty. Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> I don't like register. That's not an ass. What's happening? But, but I'm so glad I have a pop shield on my mic. So before we get Absolutely. started, um, my plosiveness, uh, if you want to continue this and support me going to the doctor and getting on vitamin D. Uh, <laughs> oh, you yes. want to know why I had a lack of vitamin D? Yeah, why? Because I'm a lesbian. <laughs> Ow, fuck. <laughs> Get it? Because vitamin D is short for dick. dick. That's the joke. Laugh. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, it's pretty good. I didn't think about it at the time, and I really would have made that joke to the doctor. But anyways, <clears throat> if you want to keep supporting this and my lack of vitamin D, <clears throat> be sure to head on over to patreon.com slash patreon. Uh, patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. We have two tiers. We have the medium tier that's $5, and you get access to um, some things. I don't know what those things are. I need to write them down. I just keep saying that. And then the $7 tier is a medium tier. You get access to bonus episodes. Uh, definitely our notes. You get a shout out. And a sticker. And a virtual high five. From Zoe, personally. Absolutely. A personally virtual <laughs> high five from me. Uh, the half of this podcast, Zoe Knowlton. <laughs> Zoe, That's it. <laughs> Zoe Nolhen. I'm so sorry. My apologies. How dare you? We're changing I'm mispronouncing it. my own name. Yeah, we're changing it now. It's it's a whole it's a whole thing. I've got I'm like crafting out like like merchandise in my head over it. Yeah, it's a thing. Beautiful. Now. Okay, great. All right. 
um, Zoe Nohan, um, in your sickliness that you could. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're here today, even though you're 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 a you're a fighter. I want you to know I'm that. something. I'm a mess. <laughs> is what I am actually. But I'll take it. All right, Zoe Nohan, tell me what you're covering today. So today I'm telling you the story of our friend Greg. Oh, sweet, sweet Greg. Yes, I'm, I'm so sorry. The theme of our the theme of our episode today is creepy pasta. Okay, go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This this one is is pretty pretty rough. Pretty sweet. Pretty pretty sweet Greg. Sweet pretty Greg. Can you so, can you send me yeah. the link so I can follow along? What's it called? Absolutely. What's the? I put it in the notes. Oh oh, you did the thing that I asked. I did the thing that you asked me to do for once in my life. Great. <laughs> Greg, <laughs> why is it all in caps? <laughs> because I wanted to yell, but I can't really yell. Gregory, Gregory, boy, and the demons? Question mark. Gre- yeah. Gregory so, with a three eighty eight. Yes, yes. Gregory, uh, go. G R three G O R Y eighty eight. Yeah. I also think this is this is really timely and relevant because I have been watching a lot of people play uh, FNAF Security Breach, and if you haven't done that, Gregory is the main character in that game. Uh, Fifteen out of ten. What's game, it? What's the, the name way. of the game called? FNAF Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Oh, yeah, it's the newest FNAF game. I think just, it's the why are you ninth? Call, why are you calling it that? Know. Just say Five Nights at Freddy's. Why are you calling I'm it like, FNAF? FNAF, because it's easier and it's short. Okay, uh, anyways. As someone who doesn't want to use a lot of words, FNAF. What the fuck? Hold on. No, no, no. You got to scroll all the way to the oh, bottom. What's wrong with no. you? What's what wrong the- with you? No. <laughs> you got to scroll all the way to the bottom. I'm scared. What the fuck did I just <laughs> see? You're going to read all of this? I'm going to, like, just points. I'm going to make points. Okay, so uh, Gregory here started this Twitter in July... Yeah, July of 2018, um, just like how most normal people uh, do their Twitter, you know? You just start the thing, and you're like, well, I guess I'm going to do this. It's literally like, what it says. Guess I'm going to try literally. Twitter again. <laughs> <laughs> that's his literal first tweet. Sweet boy. So he just, you know, you do your normal Twitter thing where you show pictures of your cocktails and, like, your food or whatever, and nobody gives a shit because, you know, everybody does that, right? That's a slug. S- no, we're not to the slug yet. Okay, oh. so, so... He does his normal Twitter thing until August 27th of 2018, his mom's dad passes away. So he finds out that his grandpa's passed and he never really met the guy, but, you know, it's very sad. And then he ends up going to the house. Like he basically, he, in, in, he inherits the house that his grandfather lived in. So he goes to help like try to clean it up. And it's in this like weird, spooky, small little town. So he goes there, and this house is, like, off in the middle of the woods, away from all the other houses. So the first few days that he's there, everything is fine, until it isn't. Because, of course, that's how these stories go. So if you'll scroll up past the slug, you'll see something weird started happening in the woods outside the house. And he started seeing these weird, like, triangular symbols, um, like, made out of twigs with, like, bones and rocks and other stuff, like, tied to them. So, like, pretty quickly, it starts getting fucking weird. So, he finds these, like, just hanging all around the outside of the house, which oh. is really sketchy, okay. right? Sketchy yeah, and right. fucking weird. So, he's like, okay, that that's really fucking strange, but their little, like, bullshit craft, arts and craft project, I think is exactly what he says, um, 
isn't going to scare him. So he gathers them all and sets them on fire because that's what you do, right? Absolutely. When I see something that's like witchy or voodoo or anything of the like, yeah. set it on fire. Because that, yeah. God, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Oh so after God. he does, he sets all that shit on fire. He's like, well, I think I'm going to go like clean up the outside of the house because it looks pretty dirty, right? So then he's wandering around, like, trying to pull down, like, some of the overgrown stuff on the deck, and he sees some, like, dark thing laying on the ground, right? So he walks over to it because he thinks it's, like, a blanket or something. So he walks over, and no, it's, like, a hoodie. So he's like, that's really weird. So he starts, like, walking around, and he doesn't just find this, like, sweatshirt. He also finds, like what he described as like this whole little encampment. So there was like these old socks and like a pair of gross old underwear and a few napkins and a beat up old notebook, which is kind of weird. Okay. Very random (laughs) objects. Okay. Absolutely. So he opens up the notebook and there is nothing in it. There are like shadows of pen marks on one of the pages though. So like, you know how when you write on a piece of paper over top of another piece of paper, it kind of sort of bleeds a little bit? Yeah. Or it does the indentation? Yeah. He couldn't make out what it was, but there was, like, clearly somebody had used this notebook. Okay. So that was kind of sketchy. And he was like, oh, shit. So, like, somebody is camping on my property. Somebody's, like, squatting in my lawn. That's not okay. So he didn't really sleep too well, as you wouldn't, right? Talking a lot is really hard. You got just, this. I just, believe in I you. want you to know. Yeah. So the next morning he wakes up and he's like, okay, so I'm going to go see what in the world's going on with that. See if they're still there, if I can like find the people and get them out. Right. So he walks over and like all the stuff that was there is gone. So he's like, okay, that's, that's a little weird the next day. So after he leaves this little like weird spot that's next to like where this encampment was, right. He, as he's walking away from that toward his house, he looks over and he sees movement on the other side of his yard. So he's like, okay, that's kind of sketchy. So he kind of, he stops moving and he's like looking and he's like, all right, like what in the world is that? And he sees somebody standing like right behind, like, like a little bit of an overhang from the trees. Right. And he sees this person standing there just looking at him like middle of the day. This guy like makes eye contact with him and the and Greg's like, okay, that that guy's in the same fucking jacket that was on, just laying on the yard yesterday. So sneaky, sneaky as he does, he pulls his phone out and takes a picture of this person, just chilling, just standing there. So he stands there for a couple of minutes, just like waiting for the guy to leave. Eventually, he like l- like leaves. No idea where he goes. So Greg's just hanging out, freaking out, afraid this guy's gonna come back. So like he runs up to like he decides, all right. It's time to go. So he goes up to his front door. He goes inside. He calls the police. Because, but And then he decided not to call. But Like, he went to call, but then was like, oh, what do I say? Somebody's just standing in my yard? Yeah, you also burnt everything. Right. So, like, what, what do I do? Uh. So at this point, he's been here for, like, a couple of days. Not very long, right? So he's getting upset that he is getting scared. Because he's all alone, right? So he locks all the doors. And then he went down to the lake that's, like, down behind the house. Um, 
And he walks down there and he just sits for a little while. And then he's like thinking about maybe I should just get in the car and drive home and just leave this place, whatever, like not that big a deal. Come back with a family member or something. And then he's like, well, that's kind of stupid because, you know, the person that's like squatting on the property, if they see me leave, they're probably going to like go into the house and like live in the house, right? And maybe if they see me living here, they'll leave all on their own. So it's starting to get a little bit dark and he heads up to the house. And as he's like going up the back into the back door, he gets this weird chill and he made up his mind that he was not going to stay in that house overnight. Like he had no reason to. He just didn't feel like it was a safe bet. So he went and got into his car, drove. Well, he was he was going to his car, right? right. So he's like, ah, shit, I'm just going to I'm going to stay in a motel overnight. I'm not doing this. He goes to get into his car and then he sees somebody standing there. Where? Just like halfway down the driveway. <gasps> just standing there. And it's that same figure from before staring straight at the house. So he freezes and realizes, like, he's much closer to this person than he thought he, like, he didn't realize there was somebody there until he was, like, right up on them. So he's seeing this person, and it's a woman. He thought it was a man. It's a woman in this blue jacket, right? And she's staring at the house, and then he realizes, like, it's she's ignoring him, almost like she can't see him. And then he realizes she couldn't see him because she had no eyes. What the fuck does that mean? That means she had, like, shiny skin over where her eyes should be. Like, she had no eyes. What the f- Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. I have- And there's a video. No. There's a video. I'm not watching it. <laughs> is If I scroll up, is it there? Yeah, it should be. Yeah, it should be there. Oh! So- oh, no. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Yeah, did you see it? <laughs> I just saw yeah. the part okay. where she whips her head and looks at him. Yeah, absolutely. So he freaks the fuck out. So, like, she's just chilling, right? Everything is cool. Um, And he's freaking the fuck out. And he was able to get this on video. So, and then she, like, she turns and looks at him. And then he freaks the fuck out, runs inside the house, um, scrambles up the stairs, and is, like, looking out the, like, he locks the door, runs upstairs, locks his bedroom door, is looking out the bedroom window to see where she is. And she's not there. He has no idea where she is. She's gone. I'm going to have fucking nightmares. Thank you, asshole. You're so welcome. Uh. Yeah. So he does call the police because he has some sort of like concrete experience, right? So he calls them and they said they send somebody by in the morning. No. But keep the doors locked. Right. So he's like, okay, what the fuck? Now I'm not going to be able to sleep because I'm nauseous. I'm scared. I don't know what to do. So that's cool, right? That's exciting at this point. That all happened, or he at least reported all of that happening, on October 29th. Now, October 31st is the next time that we see any sort of post from him. And it is... He starts reporting that the past couple of days have just been really strange. He has really bad reception, so he's not been posting a lot. Um, He talked to the police officer, but it didn't really do anything, is how he felt. He showed the photos to the police officer of the person... And of the weird little, like, stick things that were made, right? And the police officer kept saying, okay, so do you know the person in the video? Almost like he didn't believe Greg. What the fuck? Like, Greg was trying to prank him, right? And he was like, no, what the fuck do you mean? No. Um, 
So nothing really happened. Uh, The cop just said, hey, if anything else happens, call the station. So the cop leaves. And then Greg said, I I never saw that. I had never seen that woman before, but I feel like she's still out there just in the woods, which is gross to me. And I don't like it. No. He took a walk around the lake, right? And he saw like other houses that were around the lake, you know? And every single one of those houses were empty, except the one that he's in. So that's not a good sign in my brain. That, that feels bad. He's literally by himself. Absolutely. And that creepy woman in the woods, and that's it. That's what he has. At least he thought he was all alone, except for that lady, right? So after he came back from one of his walks, he was out on the deck, and he looks, and he sees a boat way off in the distance, and there's a picture in the boat. Um, the boat did not move. But the two people on the boat just stayed in the same spot, and he felt almost like they were watching him. And there's a picture of the people on the boat. They stayed in the same place on the water until it was too dark for him to see. So that's weird, because where did they come from? Why are they there? Because there's nobody else in any of the surrounding houses on the lake. Where, where, what are where, they doing Where, there, did, where right? did they come from? Where did they go? Right. Cotton, where did they come I, from? Cotton Eye Joe. Cotton Eye Joe, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the the next morning when he woke up, the boat was gone. No sign it had ever been there, which is kind of gross. I mean, it's it's water. How would there be a sign that there was a (laughs) boat? Absolutely. Okay. So, okay, you're going to understand. So Wait, what? He was starting to feel a little bit better. Um, He would spend more time near the water. Um, The lake almost made him feel like calmer, you know? He felt like time was passing a little quicker. The closer he was to the lake. So, he was by this little inlet near the shore, right? Like, like next to the shore, this little bitty inlet. He sees this small white thing that he thought was a brightly colored rock on the bottom of this little inlet. It wasn't that. Um, against his better judgment, he actually took off his shoes and went into the water to retie- retrieve it. I'll give you three guesses as to what it was, and the first two don't count. An egg. No. Pearl? This is a horror movie. Um, okay, so it would have been a, um, uh, it was a little antenna. Worse. That, that was attached to a monster that comes out and bites him. No, it was an eyeball. And there's a picture of him holding it in his little handy. No, I'm fucking done scrolling through this piece of shit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so he freaks the fuck out, drops it, throws oh. it back in the water, grabs his shoes and runs. That's the fakest right? looking fucking eyeball I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, exactly. He but was like, "Is that is that like a like a like a fish or like an animal or something?" It doesn't look like a people eyeball. No. And then at this point, the boat's back and they're just sitting there. So that's cool. What the fuck is this? Where are we going with this? <laughs> there's a there's a whole place to be, my friend. <laughs> There's a hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. All right. So some sort of an animal eyeball, right? Hopefully, hopefully it is. Now, so the notebook did a charcoal rubbing over the most recent page of the notebook um, because people were, like, commenting on his tweets about, hey, you should do this. Like, it would make sense, right? This is November 6th that he does this. He wasn't ready for what he saw. Um, The paper just says they took my eyes they took my eyes they took my eyes they took my eyes <gasps> repeatedly in like bigger and crazier font i would have vomit 
uh-huh, all he says is, what the fuck? I feel like I'm going to throw up. I need to go sit down. What the hell is going on? So that's cool. This sounds fun and interesting and exciting, right? <sighs> I'm going to cry. Why are you reading this to me? <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. This is this is what you wanted. You wanted the terror, right? That's why we started this podcast. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. This this is this is a little. Oh. This is next level. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. Told you. A spooky, spooky, scary skeletons sending shivers down my spine. Uh huh. So then later at eight o'clock that evening, he posts again about hearing things at night. He'll stand out on the deck and he'll hear things moving through the trees. It's probably like deer, but I can't Im- help imagining it's something else, which makes sense, right? <laughs> Uh, he's pretty sure he's like, you know, deer nocturnal, right? That's gotta be what it is. And then he goes on to say, but last night it was worse. I heard screams. That sounds so stupid to say, but I don't know what else to call it. I was brushing my teeth and I heard something out the bathroom window window. I'm sure it was an animal, but my truth toothbrush was buzzing. So I can't be sure. Ugh. Okay, this is this is pretty gross. So if you take involuntary naps from blood and gore, please skip. Blake. Yeah. So Blake. after he says that, he says, This morning I found the bloody remains of something right in the middle of my yard. It was literal intestines and they were fresh. So he didn't post a picture because, you know, Twitter. Oh, he did uh, link it, though. I'm good. You sure? I'm fucking good. Yeah. You sure? Yep. Because it absolutely is a bunch of guts. Is like, it? Like, fun fact. Yeah, like 100%. It's animal intestines. Like, for realsies. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. So he's like, yeah, I scooped it up with a shovel and flung it away. Ugh. That is. That's someone. Yep. That's, uh... <laughs> Gross. Like the large colon right there and some meaty bits. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, Thanks. Awesome. Super nice. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna have fucking oh, no, nightmares. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We're not even done. <clears throat> so then, on November 9th, couple of days later he says he calls his mom uh and asked her a bunch of questions about the house right she said that greg had actually been to that house before but it was when he was really really young so he wouldn't have remembered and he tried to ask again why she never got along with her dad and why she was so cagey about it and she didn't really give him an explanation so uh she did ask though if there was wine left in the wine cellar and he said no there isn't a wine cellar And then she said, no, no, you're wrong. There is a wine cellar down in the basement off to a corner. So he went down and he looked and he found a wine cellar. Oh, wow. There's a bunch of old antique stuff. Yeah, right? A bunch of old antique stuff in the basement. And behind some filing cabinets, there's this dusty little wine cellar. It was completely full of wine. There were also weird little wooden stoppers all over the place, like hand-carved wooden wine stoppers. They're ugly. I hate them. Yeah, they're kind of gross. They're kind of fucking creepy. Yeah. He's like, I don't know anything about wine or these good wines, and they're all, like, really, really old. He found a collapsed shed and um, some, like, weird ornamental things just stuck places. Then he also found these weird, the letters, like uh, like a whole bunch of metal letters, like how some people will name their lake houses or their boats or whatever. I fucking He found a bunch of those. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. He he did, too. Uh, And he brought all the letters that he could find inside and, like, laid them on the floor. And he was like, can somebody help me figure out what the hell these are supposed to say? Because I'm not sure. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that is the last we heard from him until November 21st. And that that's, was November 9th. It's like 15 days? No. That's a that's a hard a few that's days. Like, that's few like days. 12 days. I can math. Yep. So at this point, he just says, you know, hey, sorry, I haven't updated in a while. Things are really hard here just with the reception. Um, he's been working on getting the house ready to sell. There's something weird about the town that he can't quite figure out. He thinks it's a little strange. Just being there is a little strange, which I get, right? Absolutely. And now here is uh, my personal spooky favorite. No. Um, <laughs> this one's pretty good. All right. So the 29th, I saw something out in the woods today is the first tweet from the 29th. Can we can we go back and just talk about the egg benedicts and the Florentine menu? How about the crab benedict? No. We don't have to. No, I mean, we're going to talk about eggs here in a minute. What? Yeah, just wait. So at this point, saw something out in the woods. No, wait a minute. You you passed yeah. up the note. No, I didn't. The note in the door. Did I? November 21st, there's a note in the door. Yeah, you're right. Here we are. Anyway, so uh, he goes out into town. He eats, and there's Eggs Benedict, which is why Katie mentioned Eggs Benedict. Okay. And they look lovely and delicious. They do. And then he gets home. He gets home after eating his Eggs Benedict. And, oh, no, this is important. There were no eggs on his Eggs Benedict. What? Yeah. In that picture, there's no eggs on the Eggs Benedict. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he calls the waitress over and says, hey, I'm so sorry. You forgot my eggs. And she says, we don't have that. And he said, I'm sorry. How can a diner be out of eggs, especially this early in the day? And she just says, sorry, and walks away. So he was really confused. So he looked at the menu and saw that it doesn't actually describe eggs anywhere on the menu, even in the sides. So he was like, that's fucking weird. That's weird. Yeah. He was like, that's really strange. And on the way out, there was this family in a booth sort of like watching him leave. They were all really quiet in a sort of like super obvious way, like how when someone stops talking about you because you walk by, so they all just like stare at you awkwardly. They had two twin girls and the parents, and they all just stared as he left. So he was thinking about that the whole way home, and he settled on, I'm just not welcome here, like in this little town. Yeah. And then when he gets home, he finds this like folded up wedged note um, in his front door that says leave on the back of it. And on the front of it, it's some like weird little tag or something. Um, he suspects that it's the eyeless woman from before. I don't know. I don't know how she, I feel about that. He He's her number one fan right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now we're on to the 29th where he saw something in the woods. Okay, great. So he's been trying not to spend all of his time in the house at this point. He's been working on it, doing what he can, right? <sighs> it still feels better than being home all the time, being out, right, is what he said. And then he follows that up with, God, I can't believe I just referred to that place as home. I've been uh. here too long. Anyway, he was going for a walk and he said it was, you know, it. the woods are really pretty if it didn't feel like somebody was going to murder him. <laughs> so that's a good feeling. That's that's nice. And then he just walks into a little, like, ledge, right, that has a chair sitting on it. And it's kind of creepy, right? That, that's like the murder chair that I saw with Alex. Right. I hate it. And the thing is, this chair, if you were to sit in it and look, is pointed directly at his house. <gasps> no. Yeah. No. Yep. Uh-uh. Yep. Uh-huh. And he goes, it made me feel queasy, so I didn't stick around. But I barely walked 30 feet when I found something way worse. I would have I fucking yeeted that chair down that cliff. 
Absolutely. So uh, if you scroll down just a little bit further, there is a picture of a rock with an animal skull and some more rocks and some runes uh, on it. Yep. And that's cool, right? Yep. That's fun and exciting. Oh, there's a little buggy on it. Yeah. So as he's walking away, he feels really dizzy. And as he's walking home in the direction of his house, he sees that woman from before. Oh, my standing God. Standing up on a hill, staring at nothing. He no. darted behind a tree, but I don't think that she saw me. I hadn't seen her in weeks, but I knew she was still out here. And then there is another video from behind that tree. No, no, I've, I, yep. I'm not watching it. Tell me what fucking happens. Okay, so everything is chill. Everything is cool. Um, she doesn't look like she's standing on legs. She looks like she's hovering yeah, almost. Yeah, it, it does. Which is fucking gross to me. Um, and like she doesn't move she's just there so eventually she leaves and at that point he runs home uh just continuously expecting her to just show up pop out of somewhere right and then the boat's still there on the lake oh my god when he gets home so that's kind of fucking gross and nobody likes him in this town so he's just not having a good time he is not enjoying himself now we don't hear from him again until december 11th and it starts with, I found out what those letters spell. What? Tell me. <laughs> so as he's... <coughs> do, 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 do. What happened? Okay, so he, f- he found um, okay. inside a library inside the house. Wait, what? Like this little teeny tiny library inside okay. the house. There's like a little alcove yes. uh, with books in it. Yes. So he opens up one of the books and there's some old Polaroid photos that were pretty faded. And... <sighs> That one of the photos is a picture of the outside of the building, and the the letters spell out Deep Water Chapel, and there's a picture of it. Where? Oh, 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 I see it. Yeah, you find it? Okay. And he said, this is so weird. I've never heard of that name before. Why was my house a church or something? I spent the afternoon going through all the other books in the library, but didn't find any other pictures. So that's gross and weird. I hate it here. Yep. Absolutely. All right, the next tweet that we see is December 13th, and it opens with, she was here, that woman was in my house. Fuck no. Fuck no. Yep. He said, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I can barely type. Sorry, I'll try to explain. All right, so I was in the woods out back yesterday when it started pouring. It happened really suddenly, and even though I wasn't far from the house, I got soaked anyway. So I left my clothes by the fireplace to dry and ended up going to bed early. Or I guess it was today. Sorry, I'm still not really awake yet. Anyway, I had this awful dream. Sorry if I'm rambling. I'm trying to collect myself. My hands are shaking. In the dream, I was on the deck outside with a bunch of friends from back home. We're all sitting in a circle. My friend Eric was there talking about how creepy the woods were. He was saying how the trees were just big black silhouettes and anything could be out there watching us. He was sort of kind of freaking me out, and I was trying not to show it. I'm all like, I know what you're doing, and it's not going to work. You're not going to scare me. And Eric sort of narrows his eyes at me and says, I bet I can scare you. Something about the way he said it made me uneasy, and I was like, all right, very funny. You can stop now. But Eric wasn't smiling anymore. He was just staring at me. The whole mood shifted. Nobody in the circle was talking. It got really quiet. No sound except the wind on the lake. Any trace of joking disappeared from Eric's face, and after a long minute, he slowly cocks his head to the side a bit and says, Is there someone here with us right now who shouldn't be? All of a sudden, I was too scared to break Eric's gaze, afraid that I would see something I didn't want to. For a long time, we just stared at each other, and nobody said anything. Then, very softly, Eric said, 
Is there somebody watching you sleep right now, Greg? I'm gonna throw up. (laughs) That's when I bolted awake. It was the middle of the night. I was alone in my room, but I had this weird feeling somebody had just been there in the room with me. I laid there in the bed for a minute, too terrified to move, too scared to breathe. And then I heard something downstairs. At least I thought I did. This house is always making sounds, so I couldn't be sure. I hesitated for a second and crept out of the bed and went down the hall, trying to be as quiet as possible. From the second floor landing, I could see the living room and part of the kitchen. Everything seemed normal. I could hear the wind blowing pretty loudly outside, so I figured maybe I didn't hear anything at all. (sighs) I tried to calm myself down. I was wide awake at that point. Too shaken to go back to bed, so I went downstairs to get a snack or some coffee or something. I walked into the kitchen and then stopped dead in my tracks. There's a door in the kitchen that leads outside, and it was wide open. Uh... I know I locked it. I know I locked it. I lock all the doors. The whole kitchen floor was wet with rain. I called the locksmith in the morning to come change the locks. Shit. I want to leave, but I don't know where I'd go. I'm alone out here. Should I find a motel? And I just realized my wet clothes are gone. She fucking stole my clothes. So that's cool. Bro, that retweet he did. Yeah. If she was able to navigate in the house and she had no eyes, that means she's familiar with the house and the house layout. She's been there before. She knows it well enough to walk around without bumping into anything and making a lot of noise. Get the fuck out. Absolutely. Ah! Time to go. Ah! Ooh, he stresses me out. I'm stressed out on his behalf. All right. And then the next series is uh, the 23rd of December. Ten days. being a gremlin. I'm so sorry, everyone. (gasps) Kitty cat wants snuggles. He's a big weenie. He might bite my mic. I'm sorry if that happens. (laughs) I don't trust him. All right. So the 23rd of December. I'm sorry I haven't said anything in a while. I've been staying in a motel about an hour outside of town. When I left the house that night, I just kept driving until I was far enough away to feel safe. I called the locksmith, but they weren't able to come out right away, and there was no way I was going back to that house without new locks. I've been waiting it out here until I can go back. Basically doing nothing, jumping in every sound, and feeling crazy. So he finally gets the locks changed at this point. It's a pretty long drive back, and the closer he got to the woods, the worse he felt the whole time he drove. He says, in my head, I knew going back was wrong, but I just can't leave for good. I don't know. I can't explain it. I can't leave. I don't expect anyone to understand. I don't even understand. So he reaches the house and he sees, normally when he would drive up the driveway, he would see a bunch of deer, right? Uh, Not today. Not any deer. None. The woods seemed completely silent. And then something darted across the road. He panicked and he swerved into like a deep groove by the roadside, like off the side of the road. And by the time he realized what had happened, whatever it was, was gone. He doesn't know what it was. It was just a blur. It wasn't a deer. It was red. Red like blood is what he says. Stop. Worse, he got his car suck, which is not good. No. It's very not good. Uh, it's his mom's old car. It's a weak little two-wheel drive and he couldn't get it out of the groove. He just sat there trying to figure out what to do. It wasn't a good idea to walk the rest of the day, rock the west, blah, 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 walk the rest of the way. <laughs> but if he didn't, he would miss the locksmith, and he'd either have to spend the night in the house with old locks or go back to the motel, which he could not afford. He wasn't too far from the house, so he decided to just walk the rest of the way and call a tow truck from home. So he gets out and starts walking. Once he's outside of the car and he's walking there. He realizes he was right about how the woods were quiet. He couldn't even hear any birds. It was dead silence. It's fucking creepy. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. If you can't hear anything, that's bad. He kept checking his phone's GPS to make sure he was walking in the right direction. (sighs) 
And then as he like, is, like puts his phone in his pocket, he sees another one of those little like artifact things, like with the twigs. Yeah. But this one had one of his gloves that he had left on the fire to dry tied inside it. You know, the clothes that the creepy lady stole. Yeah. 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 So that confirmed his suspicions that she was in his house and had stolen his clothes. Yep. And sure enough, on the way home, as he was continuing to walk, he found the rest of his clothes tied inside more of those little artifacts. That's so fucking creepy. Yep. Other gloves, socks, bandanas, um, everything except for the sweatshirt he had been wearing, he found. She's wearing it. Probably, yeah. He didn't touch them. He left them alone this time. He just wanted to get back to the house, get the locks changed, call a tow truck. So he started to run, or jog a little bit on the way home, right? Because he didn't, he didn't want to see any more of those little stick things. And he's like, you know, if I'm running, I can go see him. So after a while, he starts to think that he should have been home already. So he pulled his phone out of his pocket and checked his GPS again. It wouldn't calibrate this time. It couldn't locate him on the GPS. So he looks off to the lake, which is to his left, which means that he kept walking alongside it. He should get to the house eventually, right? So he keeps going, trying not to think about how the fuck is this happening. I'm lost. He somehow must have gotten turned around is what he thinks, because he's walking for what seems like ages, and he finds himself in a part of the woods that seemed very unfamiliar, and he had no idea where he was. And then suddenly he sees these bright white, almost seeming to glow things. And there's a picture of them. And he couldn't figure out what they were. So he walked closer and as trying to be like as quiet as he could. And then he gets up onto them. And it's these big eggs. That's where all the clustered. eggs are. Right. They're big, though. They're clustered like in a nest. Why? I, I don't know. What they're the enormous. fuck? What the like, fuck? He, he puts uh, like they're, they're uh, wider than his shoe. They're massive. Holy They're very big. shit. Yeah. And he's like, I feel like I was dreaming. And before I knew what I was doing, I touched one. Mm. It was warm. And I had a sudden urge to smash it and see what was inside. And then decided not to. He felt sick like he was going to throw up if he didn't run away right then and there. So he left the clearing and tried to listen for the lake and then headed in that direction. He got to the lake shore and felt a little bit better. And then the rest of the way back... To the house, he felt like he had vertigo. He couldn't make sense of what was happening. He reached the house and felt a little bit better once he was inside. The locksmith finally arrived and changed the locks. He also installed deadbolts. Then Greg called a tow truck to get the car out of the ditch. And he can't, at this point, he's finally, he's alone after all of that stuff that he's done. He can't stop thinking about what he saw about the eggs. Because it doesn't make any sense. Correct. Right. So that's gross and weird. Okay. So the next one we're going to talk about is January 5th. He's been talking about how it's storming. Whoa. No? December 29th. 28th, yeah. You're right. Someone was outside. Were they Gregory? (laughs) (laughs) So he says he was in the kitchen washing a glass and something was outside on the deck. Scratching sounds and then it stopped. He thought he was imagining it and then he heard footsteps. For some reason... He just ran outside without thinking. He says, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't even know if I'm scared anymore. I just want answers. He says, I can't be sure, but I think it was her. I saw someone running into the woods. I'm sure it was her, but I couldn't catch her in time. I thought about chasing her, decided against it. I didn't want to get lost out at night. I turned around to go back inside, and then I saw what she had placed on my deck. 
Fear, fear the new moon with his sweatshirt. Yeah, big triangle thingy. And then the sweatshirt. Yeah, so it turns out that it was her writing the leave message because that's, that's the, the same, same handwriting. handwriting. Yep. Gross. Okay. Uh, and then he says, honestly, I was just going to leave it there. I'm sick of this. I was about to go inside when I noticed there was something written on the wall behind the artifact. I hadn't even seen it before. Fear the new moon. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> he literally wrote that. Yeah. And then he goes, I don't know where that woman got a fucking marker. And I don't like how fucking familiar she feels around my house and property. Yeah, like and then a tase ta- ta- gun or some shit. Absolutely, something. And then he says, I hate that I consider this my home now, This that this feels normal. I'm losing it. I want it to end. Whatever this new moon shit is, it feels like something's coming. Fuck this. Oh, and then the next day he posts uh, when the new moon is, which is going to be January 5th, 2019. So, oh, it's coming. Yeah. Six yeah. days. Yep. That's why January 4th is the important thing. So you're right, you're right. Okay. So January 4th, he posts, it says um, there's going to be a storm tomorrow, and then the new moon is tomorrow, too. I should be fine if I just stay inside, right? Wrong, Gregory. <laughs> poor, poor sweet Gregory. And this is the culmination of our story, I believe. So January 5th, it's been storming all day and into the night, thunder and everything. I stayed inside all day. Nothing has happened. Maybe nothing will. Still, I'm nervous. I've been freaking out all day. Maybe I should have should not have stayed. I don't know what's wrong with me. I should leave tomorrow. I'm not even really sure what I'm saying. I just need to occupy myself with something. Writing this makes me feel less alone. It's like I'm talking to somebody. Bless his soul. Get Poor- the fuck out, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, what the fuck? I would have left. Oh. My cat just fucking pawed the doorstop, <sighs> which is the fucking, like, <laughs> thing, like, and he yeah. hit it and then scared himself, and so he fucking <laughs> took off running like an asshole for his box. Scared the shit out of That's me. So good. Anyways, go ahead. <sighs> okay. Spring. Great. Spr- Great. Yeah, the little spring, the little wall spring. So the, the wall spring. I couldn't think of what the fuck. The coil. No, he's, yeah. sorry, he's doing the zoomies again. He's freaking me out. All right, go ahead. He's great. Don't even... All right, so he just continues with more tweets about, I can't do this anymore. I'm leaving tomorrow, first thing in the morning. I don't care about selling the house anymore. Fuck this. I just want to go. I just need to make it through the night. If I stay inside, I'll be fine. Locks are new. Nobody can get in. It'll be fine. Right? Like, just up-talking himself. And then it says, she's here. She was in the cellar. I scrolled into the picture I hated here. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I practically ran right into her. She she didn't even hear me because of the thunder outside. Her back was to me, and she was standing dead still in the middle of the room, just staring at the wall. And quite literally, she's just staring at the wall. I would have cool. I would have just fucking nailed her in the back of the head with the bottle. But okay, that's rude. I mean, what? she's in his house. To be fair, right? What the? <laughs> fuck? To be fair. Oh. Okay. And now I'm just gonna like read these series of tweets, just word for word. Do so it. he says, "I couldn't move. I was petrified. All I could do was stand there like a fool and stare at the back of her head. And then she turned around." And she spoke to me. She said she won't hurt me. She said she'd explain everything. I'm sorry. This is all happening so fast. She's sitting in my living room now. I can't believe this is happening. Sorry. I'm just trying to make sense of this. She said she'll tell me everything. I'll be back. And that's gross. The next one is, okay, so I'll try to relay everything she said. Oh, I'm sorry. This is happening so fast. Where are we at? Uh, Okay, so. All right. So let me tell you. Let me give you the tea. Try to relate everything that she said, but there's so much of it, I can barely keep track. So first, 
She made the stick things for his protection. It's dangerous out there, and she was trying to keep him safe. The fuck? When I asked what she was trying to protect me from, she was quiet for a long time. When she finally replied, I could barely hear her. There are things in the water. I didn't really believe her, but I didn't have any rational explanation for the things I'd seen, so instead I just listened. This is what she told me. A long time ago, something came from the sky and landed in the lake. It brought something with it, something ancient and strange. The people who live here began to commune with it. They protect it from the outside world, devoted their lives to it. In return, the thing gave them a gift. The people were blessed with abnormally long, healthy lives and many children, but it came with a price. I had so many questions, I didn't know which ones to ask, so I just sat there in silence and took it all in. The woman continued. In the beginning, there was just one. It spent most of its time in the lake sleeping, but over the time, it made more. Instinctively, I asked about the eggs I saw in the woods, and the woman nodded. There are so many of them now. They come from the water to lay eggs, and the people take care of them, hide them away until they hatch. But when they hatch, they need to feed. Gross. At this point, I started to put two and two together. I thought about all the twins I'd seen in town. She must have sensed my understanding because she spoke again. I told you there was a price. The people in this town are blessed with many children, but they don't get to keep them all. When the eggs hatch, the people must bring one of their own to the woods. The creatures need to eat. She was quiet again, and then they start with your eyes. Uh. Oh. I asked her how she knew this, but I already knew the answer. I know because it happened to me, she said. When I was a girl, my father brought me to the woods with the others, offered me up to the newborns. She turned her head toward the window like she was gazing into the distance. They took my eyes. That's disgusting. Gross. 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 So she doesn't at this point know how she got away from the creature, but she did. Uh, She ran until she couldn't breathe. Um, And... I finally asked her, why are you telling me this now after all this time? The woman didn't say anything at first, but she took a long labored breath. It's the same every year. They come out of the water in the fall, lay their eggs. A few of them begin to hatch early. They feed on animals in the woods. They need strength to make it back to the water. But most of them hatch when it's darkest. Tonight is the ceremony. Tonight is the new moon. Oh. Gross. We have to do something to stop it, I blurted out. Uh, I started to get out of my chair, but she shook her head. It happens the same way every year. We can't stop it. But I wasn't listening anymore. I don't know what came over me, but I jumped up and ran out the door, ran into the woods. I don't even know where I was going. At some point, the rain had stopped. It was dark and I couldn't see anything, but I could hear things all around me, things moving in the trees. But I could see the lights in the distance, fire or flashlights. I forgot how gross this gets. Oh, boy. All right. More than once, something ran by me in the trees. I was using my phone as a flashlight and tried to take pictures of the trees, trying to see what was out there, but everything was happening so fast. I don't know what these are, which is accompanied by several pictures of uh, weird, like, flesh golem-looking motherfuckers that I don't really know how else to explain them. They literally look like just little, like, red, fleshy, meaty meaty monsters. Yeah, they're gross. Moist skeletons. Ugh. Yeah, that's exactly what they look like. Disgusting. But just not skeletons. The, the moist, more, more, Meaty. more, Meaty. more moist, less skeleton. Yeah. Uh, okay. Moist meat suits. There we go. Gross. So then he says, I ran for an eternity, ran in circles. I had no idea where I even was. And then somehow I was back in the same clearing where the eggs had been, but now they were gone and bits of shell were just left on the ground. 
It was over. I was too late. It had already happened and they'd cleaned everything up. I was too late. I stood at the clearing. The lights in the distance were disappearing. It was getting quieter. And just like that, I was running again, running toward the lake. I don't even know why. I couldn't do anything. Branches scraped over my face as I blindly ran through the trees. And then he says, I reached the water, but there was nothing there. I saw some faint ripples out in the black water, but beside it was silence. It was over. I was too late. I'm back at the house now. The woman is gone. It's so quiet. I don't know what to say, but I'm going to leave in the morning. And that was January 5th. Then January 16th, he says, I'm still alive. I'm still here. I left the house after that night. I decided not to sell it. I don't think anyone would buy it anyway. I locked the doors and I got in my car and left. I'm home now trying to process. The morning after, it was so quiet and peaceful in the woods. It was like nothing had happened at all. I'm still not sure what to believe. It sort of feels like it happened to somebody else or like I dreamed it maybe. Sorry it took me so long to update. I wasn't sure what to say. I still have so many questions and I never will have answers. But something happened out there, something I can't explain, and I don't know if I could have done anything to stop it. Whatever it was, I can't let it happen again. That's why I'm not selling the house. That woman said this happens every year. If she was telling the truth, then maybe there's something I can do next time. I have to try. So so I guess that's all for now. I'm heading back to school next week, so hopefully that'll take my mind off things. I need some sense of normalcy again. I'm not sure when I'll tweet again. I need to take a break and get my head together. But I'll be back. I have to go back. I won't let it happen again. Gregory. And Where's that's part our story two? of Gregory. That's it. That's what I got. That's all. I need a part two, Gregory. Gregory. Don't we all? Come on, Greg. Greg. You can't. Get some fucking flamethrowers, my man. Gre- <laughs> get some flamethrowers and go back. See if you can't get Elon Musk to sponsor you real quick. Absolutely. The flamethrowers. So yeah, that, uh, that is one of my personal favorite uh, Twitter horror stories. It definitely had me in the first half. Definitely had me in the first half absolutely yeah i was like oh my god this is fucking real and then the alien eggs happened and i was like "Mm, maybe not damn it it was fucking good though i was sort of getting into it but then my cat had a second round of zoomies yeah um and he is just i don't know if you saw him like go sideways across the couch it did it was pretty good it was pretty good (laughs) it was good shit okay anyways um thank you for reading that story to me you're welcome. I I hope you have nightmares, but I also don't hope you have nightmares. Yeah, thanks. I have work tomorrow. Oof. Gross. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants to go read it for yourself, be sure to cr- check out Greg at GR3GORYAA, and I am upset. Yeah, please, please at least go look at the pictures, because he put a lot of work in, and they look fucking great. Yeah, actually, it's really fucking creepy. I hate it. He did so good. I found the clicker. It's in my pocket. There we go. Okay. <laughs> um, great. Awesome. So glad we're here. So I guess this is part of the podcast where we give shout out to our newest Patreon members, but we don't have any new Patreon members today, and that is quite okay. Are you going to make it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Maybe. We'll, we'll find out. <sighs> so if you want to get a shout out on our podcast at this point in our episode, please be sure to subscribe to either tier and you will get a hot name drop and a virtual high five from Zoe personally. Woo. And if you're on iTunes, please be sure to rate and review. And if you're on Spotify, please be sure to rate and review. And anywhere else you are listening to us, please be sure to do the thing. Because if you like what we do, rate and review. You can't check out on me yet. We still got my story. I'm doing the best I can. You are doing great sweetie thanks i'm okay. trying now i had your google thing pulled up and that's open mind okay so my creepypasta is actually a creepypasta but yeah 
It's fine. Mine was just sort of adjacent. It's fine. No, it's great. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's everything that I love. So mine is called Abandoned by Disney. Gimme. Tell okay, me. You, you've never... I No. I read this once as a edgy teenager. I got on the Creepypasta website and I read a couple stories. This is one of them. And then I have never gone back to read another Creepypasta after I read this one. Holy shit. It was fucking hor. It's horrifying. Like, as like a... As like a 14, 15 year old, it was horrifying, but now it was like, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Anyways, this creepypasta is written by a fellow by the name of Ed. And okay. we're, we're going to refer this person as Ed because it's written in first person. So, okay. first person, Ed, Ed. I'm, ref- I mean, I'm guessing he's referring to himself and himself as Ed. So, we're going to call him Ed. That makes sense? Yeah. Yes, it does. Okay. So, he wrote this creepypasta back in May 20th. Of okay. 2013, so it's almost 10 years old. Okay. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been at, no wait, I would have been a freshman year of college. Never mind, I would have been, I read it in college. I thought I read it in like senior year of high school. I guess not, never mind. Ha 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 ha. Close enough. Anyways, so Ed goes on to explain that there is a place called Treasure Island that is a real life ghost town. But it wasn't always a ghost town, Zoe. Okay. It was a music park done by disney that they invested 30 million doll hairs into that's a lot of doll hairs that's a lot of doll hairs so it was a resort in the bahamas where the actual disney cruise ships would pull up drop these luxurious ass people off and then they would chill at the resort so it was just kind of like a one-stop shop for your cruise and resort destination right Ooh. (laughs) however disney just abandoned the resort saying that the bay was too shallow for their cruise ships to get into anymore that's wow okay and also they they also blame that the cast members were lazy and could never stick to a regular work work schedule because they were hiring bohemian people to work and that was probably low-key racist at the time that's pretty racist that's pretty fucking racist so anyways (laughs) uh disney shortly after finishing treasure island started a tried to start another place called help me uh where is it at mowgli's place mowgli's thank you yeah, I kept calling it Mowgli, but I didn't watch the Jungle Book as a kid. Um, Got gotcha. you. Actually, I've actually never watched the Jungle Book. It's okay. Say it again. Mowgli. Mowgli. Okay, yeah. so they so they try they try to start another place called Mowgli's Palace at Emerald Emerald Isle, North Carolina. It was another theme park, and it was just going to be based obviously on the Jungle Book with an Indian palace, a full full on jungle flora, right? And then they actually even went so far as to have, like, staff members in loincloths, right? Dang. Uh, and also was, like, a super... He, like, noted that it was, like, super sketchy how Disney managed to, like, claim the land to start building the park. River yeah. had it that the government claimed Im- imminent domain on some of the land and then turned around and sold it. Sold it. it sold it. For cheapy. Yeah. yeah so- sold it to Disney for cheap, cheap. Right. Oof. But the government still gets a kick, you know, right? Absolutely. When the park was finished in North Carolina, co- community members lost their shit because it was an Indian-themed park in the middle of rural South, and everyone fucking hated it. Oh, I got you. That racist. makes sense. Yeah, they were racist. That's, that's the, that's the reading yeah, between the lines. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, that's the thing. So, but one day, the drip just stopped, and no one knew why. Mowgli's place, Mowgli's palace also stopped the same way 
um, Treasure Island stopped. Hey, okay. c- can you stop licking the heater? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what are you doing? Does the grating feel weird on your tongue? Stop. Go. Okay. My cat's licking the heater. I don't know what the fuck that's about. You good? Yes. Stay with me. Stay Sorry, with me. my boss is texting me. Why? Because I'm not going in tomorrow, so. <laughs> yeah. Because you're sick. So anyways. Yeah. Okay. It's only three pages. We can get through it super quick. So Ed looks into it because he only lives four hours from the place. Okay. Mowgli's, Mowgli's palace, right? So he's only he's only a few hours from it. Um, he, he says he tries to like like internet look into it, right? And he just says yeah. there's, a, there's a few random blogs about people who traveled there and then saw the place being completely ab- abandoned, tore up, and then that's just it. Um, rumor also had it that Disney abandoned their wildlife there. Dang. Okay. And just, like dumped it in the waters, like just let the like snakes out of the cage and just walked away from the place. Huh. Though something Ed interestingly noted is that while he was looking into it, because it took him about a year to like do some research and just get his shit together to head out there, you know, he never got any results of the existence of this place. Oh, that's what? Yeah, any and all traces of like like it being a place was just gone from the internet even disney had no trace on their website that they had started this place and it was like a legacy theme park nothing just gone and apparently corporations can just ask google to expunge certain web pages from their search engines and also like any any certain words like don't return anything interesting okay So, so somehow coincidentally ed has a map of the place from the 90s as a promo. He just just so thankfully has it in this story, right? Oh, shit. So he has this map, and he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna go. So Ed finally makes the trek out to Mowgli's palace, and he he finds it. He just kind of asks around, and no one wants to help him, and then he yeah. finds it. Okay. The front entrance of the place has abandoned by Disney in, like, big-ass black letters written on a metal plate hanging on the front entrance. Really fucking Ew. creepy. Yeah. So, treks on foot into this place and notes all the abandoned flora that are starting to, like, take over. He says, like, there's palm trees, banana trees, like, like even some, like, um, native flora is, like, trying to crawl up, come back. But, like, it's just, everything's just overgrown and, and in a mess. Yeah. Um, buildings were smashed, vandalized, just completely dilapidating due to the elements. There's a, there's a million dollar word for you, dilapidating. That's a right? good word. Yes. <laughs> And everything at the resort was taken. Anything that was not a desk or a table or something huge, gone. Just taken. Yeah, was okay. walking around. The, so he's like in, in like a building. I guess he's in like the palace itself. So he's in there and he's like walking around the kitchen and uh, sees a, a freezer with some meat hooks hanging from it. Ew. And they're swinging on their own accord. I don't like that. And, and uh, he kind of like reaches up and grabs it. For it to stop, and when he lets it go, it, it starts swinging again. He's like that's fucking Ew. weird. Yeah. So he's like, "Fuck that." So he leaves that place, and uh, he's walking around, and everything's also broken. Like if you couldn't, if it wasn't worth taking, it was broken. Glass doors, toilets were even broken. Ew. So he's going through part of the palace where I guess rooms were. Yeah. I don't know if it was like hotel rooms or like just rooms for staff, but he's he's walking through these these hallways and. He hears a conversation. He thinks he hears a conversation. It's two okay. people. So it's one person starts off and says, I didn't believe it. 
And person two is has a short, he said he couldn't hear the reply. And then person one says, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Person two says, your father told you. And person one, he just says he couldn't hear the reply or it was possibly just some crying. Ew. So he's like, I don't know if I actually heard that or not. He goes, I didn't, he was just like, I didn't go investigate. He leaves the palace. So as he leaves the palace and he's walking around because he, he sees like statues of like all the characters, right? And he sees a beautiful statue of a python that is coiled up on a pedestal in the middle of the courtyard. Yeah. And he was like, it was perfect. Like, it looked like it was awesome. So he goes up to it and starts taking selfies with it, right? Absolutely. And it starts to slither away. Absolutely. It was too real <laughs> to be true. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so in it, in the story, he wrote that it was an 80-foot-long 80, 80 snake, which python's... Yeah. Cannot be that long, by the way. Um, I think eight feet Oops. at most. Oops. Um, so an eight, I would say an eight foot long python. So anyways, um, so he runs into a, a ball python in the middle of this place. So he freaks out. So he's like, fuck no. So he's, he tries to find a place to sit down. And there's no fucking place to sit down because everything's taken, right? Yeah. So he finds a staircase and he sits down and chills for a second. And as he's chilling, he's like, oh, wait, where's the staircase go? And he looks down. It kind of, like, it's a staircase that goes, like, into the ground. Like, I guess, like, underneath the building. Yeah. And on the door, it says, mascots only. Thank you. Okay. So he's like, okay. And the door was padlocked shut. And it was completely untouched by the looters. It was very obvious. No one has gotten into this door yet. Yeah. So he takes a swing at it. And he was able to rip the metal, metal plating off of the wall that got the padlock off oh he's a strong boy well apparently it was just that it was probably like a 20 year old door so like okay fair enough yeah it was rusted he said it was like rusted and he could just ply it off so goes in no looters no looters have ever touched this place yep completely untouched everything's left in its place and he says there's electricity still running so he kind of for doubt we also said there, there was also water running too, and like some of the broken toilets. He's like, press F why, for doubt. Why? Right? <laughs> like why? Like no government would leave that running on. Like they would come no, on and turn it no. off. No, Disney would say, where Where are we leaking two thousand dollars a month in water? What is happening? And they'd go, this is fucking stupid. Go turn that shit off. Yeah, Disney abandoned. So- nah, Disney abandoned this place. No, D- Disney's fucking money grubbing cheapskates. Absolutely not. They're going to like. Mm, I, mm, no, they are not going to let that happen. Two grand a month, your water bill. Press F for doubt. Proceed. <laughs> All right, so we know where Zoe fucking stands with this. Proceed. Because no conspiracy theory leeway here. Absolutely none. Anyway, I believe the rest of it, except for except for the water and electricity. Yeah, I, I don't. Okay. I don't believe that. Proceed. Just. just well, you're not going to fuck it. The story's not real. Uh, touche. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. really good until that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, no, the 80-foot-long ball python didn't get you? Nah. He okay. just doesn't know his snakes, obviously. Obviously. All right. Cool. See? So, <laughs> Ed describes the area that he's in as kind of like a post-apocalyptic time capsule. Okay. Where, where everything was still in its place, but, like, just decaying with age. So he just said that, like, there was, like, um, like food still left, uh, like, food wrappers still left, mm-hmm. like, like a time time cards were laying around, pencils, like, a fan. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, like, the floor was really spongy, where, like, the carpet was just kind of, like, degrading. 
Ew. So he starts exploring further because if you know anything about like uh, um, the mascots underneath Disney, it's like tunnels that are underneath. Yeah. So so he starts exploring in the tunnels, and in in the the lighting's kind of getting a little shady. The further down he walks, can you? Mommy's recording. Can you go away? <laughs> Thank you. All right. So he's walking down the hallway, and lights are getting kind of like more sparse, sparse, and he comes across his first door that says character prep one. Okay. And so he's like, I want to fucking go in this door. So he tries to open the door and the door won't budge. So he kind of yeah, is like, that's good. Right. Yeah. So he's like, all right, whatever. And he starts to walk away and he hears a click. No. And he turns nope. around and the door is open. No, that's when you leave. The cat just missed the jump. All right. So <laughs> upon entering, there are no lights. And as he kind of takes a couple steps more in, the motion sensors flick on and all the lights in the room come on and kind of like blind him for a second. So he starts to look around as he can finally see again. And all of the costumes that you would imagine, like all the Disney's characters are hanging up on the wall and loincloths were also hanging up on the wall. And Gross. he said they were... Hmm? Gross. Yeah. And he, and he said that they were... um, Like the costumes were put together. Like, the head pieces were attached to the body pieces, and, like, the hands were attached to, like... So he just said, like, it was almost like they were hanging by an imaginary noose, and, like, the whole costume was just put together hanging on the wall. Yeah, that's weird. And in the center of the room was a Mickey Mouse suit laying on its back, and it was very obvious that it was also decaying from age. Right. But he said that there was something weird about this particular Mickey Mouse costume. It was... The color scheme of the costume was a negative of what the original Mickey Mouse looks like. So okay. where the mouse w- is black, mm-hmm. this this costume was white. It's like this, 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 the fur would be white. Yeah. And he said that the red overalls were a light blue. So it was like, okay. a, like a negative image of yeah. Mickey Mouse. Okay. Gross. So he starts taking pictures of the costumes hanging on the wall. Right. Because why not? And he decides he wants to stage a shot. So he okay. he, he walks up to Donald Duck's head and he, he picks up, he goes to like grab like the head of it. Yeah. And like to, to move it, to grab the whole costume and move it, right? But he says that the, the head of the duck comes off. Right. And as he picks up the thing, a human skull falls out of the suit. Oh, so that man was murdered. So he bolts for the door and... As he's running for the door, he realizes that he needs to take a picture of the skull to show to the police because he wasn't fucking coming back. That's fair. Yeah. So, so as he turns to take a picture, he starts to notice that the Mickey Mouse costume is coming up off of where it was laying down. Like it's oh, so it's like up. standing up. Yeah, it's starting to stand up. Oh, like like are we talking like vampires stand up where it's like it just would ooh like no. straight line stand up or no. like let me like old person like. Get up! I here. don't. Fu- it didn't go. It didn't go that far, and you're ruining okay. the ambiance of my story. I'm sorry. I was just really curious about how he got up. <laughs> no. That's Why? all. Why I don't is that? The- There's a human skull in a-, in a suit, and you're more curious about how the fucking yeah. costume stood up. Right. This the costume that should have no person or thing inside it stood up by itself. Yes. Yeah. The Donald Duck fella just died in the Donald Duck outfit, which is unfortunate. Because now he will heretofore be known as the Donald Duck Fellow. But anyway, proceed. Tell <laughs> tell me. So the Mickey Mouse costume starts to get up, and 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 
wants to take a it's like you know got his camera up to take a picture of the skull but now the yeah. Mickey mouse creature is getting up on camera and he said that where the costume was in the screen just made dead pixels on his camera ew and anytime that it moved further onto the screen it would also make dead pixels onto the screen until it just completely fucking killed his camera awesome so that's why there's no pictures right gross so he is just standing there frozen yeah as you do and this mickey mouse costume just comes right up to him and the thing asks hey you want to see my head come off oh in in like a perfect mickey mouse impersonation oh oh no oh no and so this thing starts violently clawing at its neck yeah like where the head like attaches to the costume yeah and he, he said ed described it as it was like furiously trying to like like it was like impatient or like it was like freaking out that it couldn't get its head off yeah and eventually it works its fingers in and it just starts tearing at its neck gross okay and he said thick chunky yellow blood just starts to pour out of this costume oh ed turns finally he just fucking breaks turns as he's just hearing this thing like rip and he says it sounds like flesh and cloth just being ripped ew and as he as he is turning to exit the doorway he looks up above the door and it says abandoned by god and it's clawed into the metal frame ed ran from the place realizing now why they shut the place down they didn't want anyone like him getting in and they didn't want anything like that getting out Oh, and his dumb ass just didn't, like, he didn't re-deadbolt the fucking thing, did he? Nope. I just left it. What a prick. Anyways, that's the end of the story. Well, that's fucking gross. Thanks for that. You're that's welcome. all I ever wanted. Good. What were you Ew. Googling the whole time? Oh, I was looking at uh, for pictures of this place. It's not real. I know. Okay. Uh, there are um, abandoned Disney places. By Grillsies? Yeah, for realsies. Um, Discovery Island is one of them. Yeah. Uh, that one's for real abandoned because um, uh, 1980, uh, like, it, it it was too expensive and their water filtration systems could not keep up with the amount of germs from the stagnant water in the place. And in 1980, an 11-year-old boy was killed from um, a virus with a 95% fatality rate due to bad water. Whoa. So, yeah, so they were like, oh, this is too fucking expensive. That's a big old lawsuit. Nah. And then just closed it down. So that place is actually not a real thing or is like not used anymore. Huh. Where is it at? Uh, Florida. That place is in uh, Disney's River Country. Yeah. Because they, they have another. Disney's River Country in Florida is abandoned. And Discovery Island is literally on the same lake as River Country. And they're both abandoned because of that. Huh. Yeah. Because it, it was a water park and Discovery, it was closed. Discovery, Discovery Island. Why did I put in Discovery Cove? I think that's the place with the dolphins. Know. I don't know. Interesting. Huh. So there is apparently a new hotel called Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge that's built... Uh, at the former site of Disney's River Country, and it just got com- it's getting completed this year. So that's Damn. interesting that they're putting a fucking like pl- a deluxe resort 
on the lake that's like super full of deadly virus. Love it. Interesting. Well, I mean, it is like 30 years later now. Yeah, that's true. So I guess their water filtration might be able to keep up with it. Actually do that, so. Maybe. I'm not going to be the first one to find out, so. Absolutely not. Yeah, as of 2020, all references to the resort have been removed from Disney's website and digital press releases. There you go. There you have it. So it's, yeah, it's either been canceled or postponed. (gasps) Interesting. Uh Uh-oh. Interesting. Hmm. Disney tried again and fucked up. Maybe not. Someone got fired. Someone got fired. Oops. Oops. Oopsie daisies. Okay. Interesting. Disney's weird. This is a great episode. I really like this episode thus far. Having a good time. Been trying to get spooky. And this fucking cat has been doing (laughs) zoomies this whole entire time. Yeah, he has. He's like, I'm sorry, Mom. You don't want to get scared. Let me me entertain you with my dumbness. I don't even know where he went. All right. Anyways. Okay. Um, Are we good? Any more questions, comments, concerns? I think I think we're good. I think okay. I think everything's good. Maybe. Okay. If I have a nightmare, I'm coming for you. <laughs> no, just yell at Greg. It's Greg's fault. It's Greg's fault. Greg. Even though it's my father. It, Gregory. That's like my that's my dad's name. I know. I mean everything is his fault. So anyways. Ha, get right. Um if you want to check us out, please be please be sure to head on over to our website. Yeah, uh, ha, ha, her dot com. Yeah, you can check us out, see where where we're hanging out at, and you can drop a submission. There's a contact page. You can drop a submission, uh, drop a hi, drop drop a drop a drop your a, mom joke. I drop, like those. There's like a song. Drop a deuce. Drop a. Anyways, um, you can also find us on <laughs> on social media, Instagram and Twitter at h h i b k h podcast i'm on instagram so always on twitter and as soon as i can get fucking service at my work when i switch carriers i will probably be on instagram a little bit more Ha-ha. i don't have service at my work which is really a, stupid which is stupid when i'm on my floor and i go to check my phone i have no service can't do it that's stupid stupid so i'm working on that it's in the process probably gonna take a couple months but i'm getting there anyways all right great um I'm gonna go have nightmares. Um, <laughs> you you take some uh, take your take your vitamins, take your zinc. I'm, I'm a, that's what literally I've had four of these full of like zinc and uh, oh. vitamin C. So I'm trying flu. real hard to <laughs> fight this flu. out. Flu's gonna get you. You mean you're gonna get that flu? Ha 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 Okay. Anyways, all right. Um, <clears throat> until next time, haunt her. I barely know her. Or that lady with no eyes. <laughs> <laughs>